Let's <laughs> just use this as the intro. When people say things like, what was the movie like? It's interesting. That's not. It's, listen, you got to give it a chance. So what? we're doing something new. <laughs> Let, let's like bring people into the discussion. So we're doing something new. Yeah. We're creating a new podcast. Yeah. It turns out we have several movie geeks amongst yeah, us. Yeah, some cinephiles. Uh, cinephiles and un, unashamed to say that we are. <laughs> the right. type of people who would go to a movie and then go to another movie yeah. right after. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I have a problem, but I'm not going to get help yeah. for it. Sort of people go see a movie alone. Alone and be excited. It's like, what are you doing today? Going to see Martin Scorsese's three and a half hour movie by myself. Okay, and we're going to talk <laughs> about this. But more than that, I'm, I don't know what, what your movie watching habits are, but I need quiet. I don't need to be around the talkers. And unfortunately, my children spent too much time with their grandparents. So they like to editorialize. So if I ever watch a movie with them, I've probably already seen it before. <laughs> this is going to be real old man yells at Kyle moments, okay? But m modern movie watching with kids is like, do, do you want to stop checking your phone during the dramatic <laughs> climax of the movie? You're missing you maybe... the movie. Yeah, no, right. I'm, watch I'm watching the movie. Your head is down. I know because I watched your head be yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, people who don't I'm appreciate I'm listening to the movie. Exactly. It's the movie, not a podcast. You right. can't <laughs> listen to a movie. What is this? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I had that discussion with my daughter. When we went to go see the very movie we're going to talk about, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see it. Yeah. But her head was totally I, on her. I, she said, I had to check a message. So I, I'm the type of person that likes to collect devices during movie night. Thank you. And I don't like to, don't, I tell my kids, no interviews during the movies. Yes. Don't ask stupid oh questions that none of us have the answers Seriously. to. Just watch the movie. At a certain point, I'm like, if I know I'm not going to tell you, right. you know this. Yes. But also, like, it's going to be, they're going to answer your they're question. They're going to answer. Just, watch. just pay attention. These things happening. I don't know. It's my first time seeing it's, it, too. It's the Reddit generation. <laughs> it's the Reddit generation. It is what it is. But we're here to kind of set yeah. it straight. We're going to go old school. And each time we have a pod, we're going to challenge each other to watch a movie. And then we're going to challenge you all to kind of you know in, in these discussions yeah. and challenge you all to go see the movies as well so yeah well, let's kick it off you gave all me right. a challenge tell yeah. the people about the challenge and yeah. What you, yeah so so the challenge was for killers of the flower moon yeah uh martin scorsese's uh new movie by the time you hear this uh or if this comes out it'll probably be out of theaters by then you'll be able to find it because it's gonna be an apple movie but it's his new movie yeah um covering i guess we'll say covering this this murder spree murder plot of the Osage Native Americans in the 1920s in uh, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, so that was the movie that I, that I challenged you to watch. Yeah, um, yeah. Which I think is a, is a good one to kick off this sort of thing with, right? Because this is, you know, in, in the, in the piece I wrote for our site, like this, this is a classic, this is cinema, mm, yeah, right? This yeah. is, movie at movies as art mm -hmm. right yeah. and yes it sounds high handed and mm -hmm. you know aristocratic to be like well this is art and you know the marvels may not qualify as art <laughs> or ant-man quantumania was certainly not art i've seen it there it was not art it, it was a movie it was, <laughs> it whether it was it had, art at a beginning and an uh, ending yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> happened on a movie screen right right but kills of the flower moon is is I think a classic. This is art. This is this is cinema, meant to evoke something more. Mm -hmm. Meant to uh, put in my piece, tell a story that I think is important mm -hmm. and 
has the sort of artistic flourishes that we'll get into, you know, especially that ending, which I think. Yeah, and I don't want to spoil it for people, but, you know, it is incredible. And and it was funny when you brought the movie to me, I was skeptical because I already knew the story. Yeah. And um, just very quickly, the Osage people, basically their land, crude oil was discovered on their land. And by default, they became the richest people in the world. Yes. And there were a lot of people around them trying to take advantage of that wealth. And so the story kind of opens on that note. I originally came upon this story through the murder mystery of one of the people who was involved. And that's also brought out in the movie. Yeah. And it's just another story. If you're interested in in the lives of indigenous people or some people call them First Nation uh, it's it's a great story that kind of brings out that culture as well. So I was really surprised to see that. Yeah. It's just oftentimes in movies that story gets lost in the need to uh, whitewash yeah. um, <laughs> how yeah. things happen. But there was there there wasn't that type of whitewashing that I'm used to seeing at no. all. It was it was raw. It was it was action packed. It yeah. had a lot going yeah. on. And um, I have to say, overall, I was pleased yeah, with it. Yeah. And the lack of whitewashing is really significant because one of the things that, and, and this will all come out as we go further down discussing movies. One of the things that I think has come to be believed is that you have to be a member of the group. You have to share their perspective in order right. to properly tell the story. And I've always had, a, a, I've, I've never believed that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think this movie stands as a strong, a strong counter to that argument because mm-hmm. Only Martin Scorsese could have got the funding mm-hmm. and the permission to tell the story in the first place. Well, because this is a movie that's not going to make any money at the box office. Well, so far. So far. I, you and I, I debate. Mean, we debated that off It's been off out air. for like a month. It's been out for a month, <laughs> but I still have hope for it. I think what Scorsese does, though, which was interesting because I saw, uh, I've seen other big budget directors do this, is they included a lot of the voices of the culture yep. and the people in the piece and to round out the piece. So it's not just his representation of the story. Yeah. It's their retelling of their yeah. own story. So I, I appreciate the effort that he went through. But th- you're right. This is a legacy piece. This yeah. is not a uh, one of those, you know, Star Wars blockbusters. It nope. already made $3 billion. <laughs> I think the impact that is meant for it to make is the one up, up impressed upon our consciousness. Yes. That yes. this story of these people were real and existed. And he also brought out Another horrible story of another community that wasn't too far from yep. them. Yep. This is the Tulsa. Yep. And and the realities and the fears that they had in that moment that that was what was going to happen to yeah. them. There's a scene, and I don't yeah. want to blow it for everyone, but as we progress through this pod um, with other movies, we will probably undress some scenes. Yeah, yeah. Moving forward. The, spoilers will be incoming. Spoilers like, will be warned. incoming, yeah. Uh, this first yeah. one, I think, will give you a bit of a pass. We'll be sheepish, our, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. in the future, you can expect spoilers. Uh but yeah, no, I mean, look, I really love this movie. I yeah. mean, I loved it. I, you know, I laughed when I talked talk to And it was a long it. movie. It's a long movie. When you challenged me to see yeah. this movie, I was like, three, how many it's hours? Like three hours and 20 minutes. And But when you get into the movie, dude, it moves. I, it didn't feel like a three and a half hour movie. To it me. moves. And the performances, the oh. right cast for the right time. Um, I don't know if any of them will, will, be, will win awards for this. Uh, Lily Gladstone's performance is... A, too quiet mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and Leonardo DiCaprio is too dominated. It's bombastic almost. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
Like I won't, we won't, I don't want to do a lot of awards. Cillian Murphy is like the, <laughs> is like running, is the clear front runner for best actor for mm-hmm. Oppenheimer. He's just probably sprinting away with that one. Yeah. Oppenheimer is probably the favorite for best picture, which you know, I okay. think so. Okay. You talked me into seeing that movie too. Yeah. That was actually a good movie. Yeah. That was, a, yeah. And I read yeah. the book in that one too. Yeah. You uh, read the book yeah. on that one. So yeah. you had the pre on that yeah. one. I had the pre on this one. Yeah. So just real quick, Oppenheimer, were you just, were you, um, disappointed? I wasn't disappointed, no. Only because having read <laughs> having read the book, I realized that the stuff after the bomb mm-hmm. makes up a significant portion of the book mm-hmm. because it's a huge portion of Oppenheimer's life. Yeah. Is what happens after the test. That's how it was defining. How it was defining. Like, yeah. How his life uh, just, a, yeah. just took a downhill turn. I mean, yeah. he lost everything yeah. and was vilified. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. So I, but I think a lot of people thought the movie would end with the bomb. And right, they're like, wait a right, minute. Right, right, right. No, so it like couldn't a, have ended. Like an with... hour left. Yeah, like, what are, right, right. Like, no, you're going to spend a significant amount of time in uh, right. congressional hearings. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Mm-hmm. But, but I, I, what? I'm glad that they spent time in those showing us how a person could have been involved very innocently almost. Yes. Thinking that you were doing a good no. thing, you know, and, and, it didn't vilify the people that were vilified through history. Yeah. It, was, it, it, it kind of gave us a glimpse of how easy well, it would have been for any of us to have Well, and it's, it's interesting, having bought these two up together, mm-hmm. right, these two movies, you know, mm-hmm. it occurred to me, both the real stories, they, this idea of how, of shifting narratives mm-hmm over time mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. Oppenheimer Robert Oppenheimer the man was a hero mm-hmm. and then he was a villain right. and then somewhere down the road he became he a became, villain because he didn't play along right though. right yeah, and that think, was the narrative until right. somewhere down the road right the right. narrative changed again and we've begun to appreciate that he was improperly vilified now right. he's been made a hero again mm-hmm. in, in some people's eyes mm-hmm. and I think when you look at Killers of the Flower Moon you had this same idea of the narrative surrounding what happened mm-hmm. at the time right. was far different than what we've come to right. uncover and realize. And so, you know, this, this, and there's lessons in there, you know, some of this is, this isn't even about movies. There are lessons in there about how narratives shift over time. Over time. And you have right. to be very careful about putting all of your eggs in one basket. And what's important in one time may be differently right. important in another right. time or right. it may not even be important in another right. time. So um, those narratives have shifted to meet right. the needs of the time. Yeah. And it's funny that we pick two movies yeah. based on real life events. Yeah. Uh, I encourage people to see both. Yes. And I'd uh, love to hear what people have to say. I'm, I'm Anthony's going to hate me for this, but I'm going to go ahead and cut it short because yeah. we want to set ourselves up for doing this more in the future. Hopefully you get a sense of the format and this will just for you. Anthony, but your movie. Oh, so I forgot. Know. So Anthony, my challenge to you is to watch a movie called The First Grader. Okay. The First Grader is based on a Kenyan man who cannot read. And we start the movie out with him having flashbacks to the Mau Mau invasion or war that he may have been a part of. And we're seeing it from their perspective. And we're also seeing all of the loss that he had to live through. But anyway, there's this proclamation that comes through in his area after all these years 
they are finally able to get an education when hmm. he's a much, much older man. Yeah. So he shows up with the little kids <laughs> in the kindergarten outfit, and he's ready to be a first grader. Okay. And so it, it'll be interesting. I, I would love to see or hear from yeah. you as much deeper than I was expecting. Um, I like taking turns like that and watching international films that take me outside of my American way of thinking about the world. And, you know, I've heard about this history, but I didn't hear about this history from yeah. the people who who may have lived it. And this is actually based on a true story. So, okay. I'm so, excited to watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm eager to All hear right. your... All right, first grader. The first grader. So people watch it, and then yeah. we're going to talk about it. Is this on Netflix? It was on Netflix when I saw it. Okay. So uh, look for it. If okay. you can't, then I'll, I'll help you find this movie. <laughs> it is that important for you All to right. see this movie. All Sounds right. Sounds good. All right, so uh, that's it. You want to end yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. You always uh, have it in your head. <laughs> what? The ending? Yeah. I don't always have it memorized. Uh, are we doing the traditional ending? We can do the traditional. We'll come up with an ending. Okay. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll work on an ending for this. Yeah. But for now, we can the, just... The, the important part is that this is a podcast brought to you by Eliac Productions. Yeah. <laughs> Eliac Productions and Pointcast News. And Pointcast News. But more than that, movie <laughs> geeks who have a huge appreciation for movies, and we're inviting you to geek out with us. That's right. Right. That's right. Okay. All right. All enough said. Yep. Anthony and Francine out. There you go. <laughs>